I've got my Amarniac, so we all know I'm a, I'm boring in this segment, but I'm really interested to know, not what Matthew's drinking, because we dive into him and skip over Michelle, and she's fucking with us, so I want to know how you're fucking with us today, <laughs> Michelle. What's up? First, I'd like to ask you, what the hell are you drinking? I've never even heard of that. It's, what- it's called Amarniac. It's 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 Are like a. Are you saying it wrong? It's brandy, but no. it's fa- it's it's different <laughs> oh, from Carmen. Oh, 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 you could you could say My. you could say Armagnac maybe. Where's yeah. your Alman, pinky? Where, Alman, where's the pinky? Where's the pinky? Let me see. There, there, yeah. All right. Okay. Oh. Rob, oh. Rob would know drink. Oh, oh. So oh. yeah, it's it's one of these like um, areas that can't call itself Almanac unless it's from Almanac. Um, Cognac is, uh, I guess, a little more uh, common. So this is an uncommon brandy. I don't don't seek it out, but I have a a organization that I belong to. And every year there's a celebration where there's a tradition for having Armagnac. And that's where I grew to love it. And I was the one, we had to do it remotely this year. And so I just bought myself a bottle, so I had it for the remote... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ooh, nice, nice call forward right. to the uh, to one of our songs today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, Michelle, but you're not off the hook. What What's up tonight? What we got? You know, here it is. I'm sick of the harassment. I'm having my fucking Guinness, and you can yes, there you go. Return ass. of Guinness. Kiss my ass. Look at that. And I've only got one one bottle this evening. Oh, no, um, cheesy. Oh, what do we got? It's unfortunate. I, I wanted to wait until, um, you know, uh, End of the World came up uh, as one of the songs because I have from Unibrou, uh, La Fin oh, du Monde. La Fin du Monde. La Fin du Monde. Nice. A Quebec brewery, and it is a 750, fil- 750 milliliter bottle, um, 9%, so it'll probably be. And it's got Whoa. a cork in it. Yeah. All right, well, that's got to be done by the end of tonight, so Man, get started. there's some uh, highbrow shit happening here tonight. Yeah, this is no joke. There we go. It goes along with some of these songs. Nice. Wait, wait. Sh- oh! <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. Going to isolate that clip. Yeah. All right. Hi. All right. Well, we're it, listen, um, everybody. Hi. This is the No Means Nothing ahead. podcast. No, no. Wait. Nope. And wait. Uh, yeah, we're huh? we're glad to have you back. This is wait. So this is episode eight. Eight. We are 20, 24 songs have entered. Only 12 have emerged so mm. tonight we're gonna add two mm. more victors to the pile and send two more to the slave pits uh and i'm actually i'm as with most episodes i'm really looking forward to this I, this is these are some great songs uh but before we dive into that um we wanted to have a call out to the community we've got we've got a favor to ask of you uh, matthew you want to Kind of tell people what we're thinking. First of all, thanks so much for listening. Um, we've gotten yeah. so much oh, amazing yeah. feedback, and um, nobody complaining about us too much, and that or at all actually. That's uh, kind of good. I mean, now that not I've to our face it, anyway, not to our faces. We're still have enough. no, still we're have no Finns enough. and no Swiss. I'm I'm upset about both those, all those guys, and but gosh darn um, it. so we like had us. the idea that um, maybe so we'd have some uh, listener contribution uh, segments, and um, the idea that I had um, that was. Uh, from episode one where we kind of introduced ourselves, how we discovered no means no, um, what they mean to us and told us some stories and everything like that. So the personal, the personal stories um, of yours and you can send them in, uh, record them um, 
So what what did we think? Just one of those questions, how you discovered No Means No or make them separate files or what? I, I think like, yeah, like the three questions we're really interested in. How did you discover No Means No? What do they mean to you? And maybe if you have a favorite No Means No story, but not all in one recording, right? Mm, if yeah. like you can record three separate ones and send it to us, that'd be great. But those are sort of three distinct areas. And Matthew, you also thought, which I think is great. If you're not comfortable recording your voice or don't, you know, don't know how to get that to us or something like that, then type it out and we'll read it. Right. We, we can record that for you, basically. But for we sure. just love to hear your stories. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, you want to send those to us at no means nothing podcast at gmail.com. You can send us anything there, right? We'd love to hear. I think we've got well, one email. Anything. So, we, you know, well, not, no, any, you're right. Uh, you're right. No. I got to, we got to be real careful what we ask for. for we're sure. not, we're not real but, good at the um, self-promotion stuff, but um, no, we've no, had some uh, really great feedback from uh, a bunch of folks and a, an amazing shout out from, uh, you don't know, Mojack po- uh, podcast. And that was great. Oh, uh, totally. Talk to those awesome. guys. And uh, their one complaint yeah, was that, was that awesome. we don't release enough podcasts. Um, so Jordan, I got a shout out to Jordan. He does all the, the technical work and it's just too much yes. work to be doing it more often than that. So um, it, if we're able hard. to, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do it more, but you know, I got a full-time job and two kids and it's fucking hard. <laughs> so I want to, if we could ever find a way to do it, I'm, I'm in. So but, hopefully uh, for right a now. little more content, um, we'll uh, ask you guys for some, um, as, uh, as we've just uh, asked. So there we go. Yeah. Good point. No means nothing Sweet. podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us right. your no means no stuff. Excellent. Talking All right. To you, well, Sandal. Andy Sandal. <laughs> with your British you've, accent. You've, uh, You've stuck with us long. Yeah, we want to hear some accents for fuck's sake. Yeah, please. Oh, Let's get oh, some of them please. international listeners. Yes. Um, and I mean, I'm sure most of you know this, but if you're trying to send us a file, you're probably going to need to send it via like, uh, what are some of those sites? Dropbox. What are, there's other good, we transfer. There's some other good sites. You don't guys ask all know me. Do I don't, I don't. Email, email, email us and we'll figure something out. If, uh, if your file's too big or whatever, we'll figure <laughs> if you out. If can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, way yeah, to yeah. get it we're, to us. We're motivated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got four mm-hmm. songs. They're knocking at the door. They're really anxious to get in and have us uh, geek the fuck out about them. So I'm going to introduce the first of the matchups. And tonight I'm also going to put myself on notice for trying to remember not to forget to give time to put in clips because I keep fucking forgetting to do that. And it's making the edit- editing a pain in the ass. So This is a gift to you, future Jordan, editing this podcast. So our first matchup is Slave from Tour EP1 2010 and uh, versus, rather, Lost from Worldhood of the World as such, 1995, and from 0 plus 2 equals 1.5, undetermined recording date. Uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, right? So uh, one thing I want to ask both of you before we start diving into really talking about I think about I know who Jesus Christ would vote for. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, well, we're going to give him a vote. Um, there's two versions of Lost. <laughs> Matthew, I know I've already heard you talk about this before. What's your, what's your definitive, what are both of your definitive versions of Lost, or favorite, I should say, of the two that are recorded? They are different from each other. Um, I have a favorite, but uh, it is not as strong of a favorite as uh, as it once was. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you got to meld, meld them together um, and take take the song as a whole, mm. uh, even though there are, are different versions. And I heard them at uh, kind of wildly different times. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you have Didn't you have this uh, zero plus one equals one and a half like 
way the fuck before any of the rest of us. So you Not, heard this version eight, yes. ages ago? Yes, I did. Where'd you, yeah. where'd you, you get that? that? Cassette? Uh-huh. that cassette. Um, a fella uh-huh. that I uh-huh. worked at the radio station with uh, was interviewing No Means No or had some contact with No Means No and uh, he um, was given those unreleased songs, some unreleased songs and uh, demos from Mr. Happy Jeez. and recorded Jesus. it onto a tape because he was a fantastic fella. Uh, I won't say his name on here. Just no, cause. no. Um, no. Yeah, and he swore me to, um, you know, on pain of torture to not disseminate it. But I was allowed to play it on my radio show from time to time. So I, oh, I did that. Nice. Shit. Yeah. So there you go. Sweet. Well, what about you, you, Michelle? I mean, between well, no, these two I heard versions. The, I heard the album version first. Well, of course. But I meant, which one do you have a preference between the two? Like when we're talking about it tonight, do you have one or the other in mind more than the than either version? I, I really it. can't... Take them, take them apart. Really, I, you know, I, I listened to the zero plus two equals one and a half version for tonight. Nice. And, and, yeah, and I mean, I, and, and it's a little more angular for the obvious reason. I, oh, oh. Well, yeah, or angular an, an, as it were. <laughs> and all right, all right. I didn't want to say it. Oh, that hurts yes. so bad. So, so listen, we're we're since Michelle, you're up first. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, let people listen to a little bit of this first. Which one? The slave. And uh, uh, no, oh yeah, slave. We're gonna uh, we're gonna listen to a little slave first, and then uh, you can go ahead and dive in and talk about it. So here's a here's a bit of slave. familiar with this song i am embarrassed to say i i this is not one that i've played a lot or very much at all really honestly i i don't know don't get mad but i'm being honest here uh when listening to it i could only find live versions of it um since i don't actually think i even own this am am i booted you're done you're off the podcast what the fuck all right fine go find another freak no 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 actually you probably could easily no you could do it you could do it easily yeah i don't want to go oh that's oh gee (laughs) all right all right uh stop it (laughs) okay so there's some (laughs) (laughs) look at her giggle i don't know Ah. (laughs) Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's some good sections in here that are nice and crusty. And while my, like I said, while my fandom stems from their earlier stuff, I do like these songs that sporadically have sections that 
nod to their early deliveries. This is mm. a lame ass response to hearing this song, I realize. I am not going to say any more. I'm not going to try to dissect what it means or any lyrics. I just, I'm, I'm being lame tonight. I'm being wet lettuce. Wet lettuce well, night. You're not wet lettuce, but I think it speaks to a good point that um, these later songs, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be interested to hear feedback from the fans about how in how how passionately people feel about these later EPs. I mean, there's not a lot of chatter about them. People post videos about songs all the time from you, or not videos, but YouTube links to songs that are favorites and shit. I don't think I've ever seen an e tour EP thing come up. I don't think that's because they're not great songs, but I think many people are in your boat. They're just not as yeah. dissected. They haven't been, they weren't around well, as Don't long. get me wrong. Well, I'll weren't around as long, the... and there was, a, there was a format issue. I mean, I... Yeah. There's only a USB stick, for fuck's sake. That's yeah. how they came out. So, oh, you know, you didn't have it, it have, like, a physical thing to kind of thumb. Did they come out on, on vinyl? I don't remember. I... They did eventually. They did eventually. I never got right. those. And no... I, so the one thing I'll say, and then Matthew, you dive in, but no fucking lyric sheet on the USB stick. And I was you so You don't mad. need it. You don't I need, do it, if, need it. If you don't I listen do to lyrics. <laughs> anyway, I, that, that made me real mad when this came out. All right, Matthew, how about you? What do you think of this sucker? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, not super, super familiar with it. And, um, you know, ultimately, I don't think I own it either because there was no... I didn't want the USB stick. I didn't have the vinyl or anything to play vinyl on at the time. So, you know, I don't own it. I never bought it. There was never an opportunity for me to buy it um, at the time. And I guess I just kind of didn't bond with it. But um, no, some good good songs. Slave um, is going up against um, a very, very difficult song. Very, very difficult song for me to uh, promote Slave. But Slave, I don't know. It's it's different. It's bluesy. It's their most ZZ Top-like of Women's Snow songs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but ZZ no, I, I, I like a lot of stuff about it. I mean, there's a very headbangy chorus. I like the whoo uh, yeah. in the middle. It's It seems yeah, yeah. very Rob-like somehow, but I wanted to go. I want him to go whoo my leg. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I like the bridge with uh, the dissonant guitar, and then the the, the bass and guitar dialogue. Uh, the, yeah, um, I think the the guitar is a little bit sort of uh, n not playing nicely with the bass exactly, but it sounds really good that way. Um, lyrically, I mean, it's about you know your your debt slave, your your working stiff, um, and then there's Coffee some illusions. I had some questions about you know it, it seems to be about prostitution, but I I don't think it would be sort of straight ahead and you know anti anti-sex worker kind of uh, message so I, I think it's just the message is that uh we're, we're all we're all prostituting ourselves yeah um mm. yeah and we're all mm. um yeah we're all in, we're enslaved all fucked. yeah sorry i shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah no that's appropriate well I, okay all right well so as, from what from what I've read about this, so I I guess I'm the only one. I do own these songs, and Ooh. I'm a I'm a good fan. Apparently, better than you two fucks. Hey, I got it um, somewhere around here. I'm trying to I find have, it. I have listened uh, obsessively to both Ch these EPs, so I feel I like have I'm impressions of my them. teeth. Okay. Do you? Uh, okay. No, I don't. You're you're. <laughs> I don't. You definitely one up me on that. I didn't buy them, um, but Ch Chedzy gave them to me. Oh, nice. So Chedswick. So. And from from what I understand, like a lot of these songs were Rob co compositions that he recorded on Pro Tool. This is like a lot of this from the wiki, but from I remember back from the board days too. 
uh, Rob recorded these on Pro Tools, and then they recorded them as a band, right? So as you know, they kind of would go back and forth on albums sometimes with a really John-focused sort of uh, compositions. Alice Fart, I think, was a lot of John compositions. Totally. With Rob lyrics. Oh, yeah. And this was a return to Rob diving in and doing the compositions. And so mm-hmm. this song and I think all the other tour EP songs are are Rob, 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 Rob. And I think as we start to make our way through some of those other songs and, and you know, we'll as the podcast goes along, I, I feel these hints of what No Means No might have become had they not dissolved, right? Had they had Rob not retired, you you feel an experimenting well, with these sort of electronic. Rob you know, was going to become a electronic bl- shows. He's shit, he's going to become you know. a blues man, a blues man exactly. who's into dubstep. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, 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 all that said, I I feel like for me, and this again, the caveat that I'll I haven't said that often, but I'll say it now is my opinion means fuck fuck all. So all of this is just my own subjective opinion, of course. Um. This I think is the weakest of all the tour EP songs for me. That's the one I like it, but it feels like the weakest. Um, okay, it's it's uh, it's a great song. It just doesn't grab me like the other tour EP ones. And again, it's good, but it's also like lyrically, uh, it's it's artful, but it's not subtle. It doesn't have any subtlety to it. It's it very much feels like it's a pretty straightforward song about being a wage slave. And I do think you're right, Matthew, that prostitution uh, uh, sort of undercurrent to the lyrics is really there as a, uh, an analogy to, to being a wage slave, to being just, a, you know, all of us, you know, sucking the company's dick basically for money. That's, that's, what, that's oh what you got to do. Um, and uh, it's, it's not very subtle. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward on that. And actually um, I kind of feel, you mentioned ZZ Top. This to me felt almost like a, um, uh, Primus song. This felt like his <laughs> most Les Claypool sort of song. What? Like he's got like the way the ri- his bass riff goes a little bit, and the way that it talked about something as straightforward as this. Like it felt like that's sort of in. It, it felt like it was in Claypool's wheelhouse lyrically, and a huh. little bit, a little bit with the bass, um, which I know is bullshit. But that's that's what came to me. When it's I was funny. It's what it is. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's great. It's a classic rock sort of funk feel. It's got that one great rob growl that nothing personal which is just classic and and you know we'll put a little collector's item on your shelf for that one i love it but um yeah i don't have a lot else to say about this one it's it's not my favorite of the tour ep songs but mm. it's a good it's a good banger mm. 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 all right well i you know i don't I don't think any of us like lost very much. So this will probably go quick. Um, oh, terrible, terrible fun? song. Terrible. It's boring, terrible. So Michelle, why don't you tell us about it means this nothing time. to me. Yeah. Oh, what, the lost song. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. band sucks. Terrible. terrible. Yeah. This fucking band sucks. I don't even want to know why I waste my time here. Yeah, exactly. The drummer, especially just, you Ugh. know, once you just get a pot and pan and a wooden spoon, buddy, switch. You probably sound did. Like, you yeah. probably did. I know. All right. Lost. Right, this, this is blast. Oh, wait, wait, me. before you do. Before Traditional oh, grip. Before, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. We're we're gonna let the audience hear a little bit of Lost. Here, here you go.
song is killer. This band does not suck. This band does not suck at all. It has all the ripe sneaky bits in, in there with tons of eye-popping surges. I am in love with Rob's bass timbre. Mm. The fact that John is doing a simple drum beat on the snare, another great example of, of less is more, mm. and gets us back to that, that marching feeling we've had before in a couple of their other songs. The middle section where it starts to really build up Roz, or Rob's, Roz, <laughs> it's a fucking Frasier here. I was going to say, there's a Frasier <laughs> reboot coming, so that must be on your, on your mind. Yep. Okay, Rob, Rob has this bass solo of sorts, and there's a measure in there where you go, it is bass. It's a bass boner. Oh, shit. That's right. There's lots of tritones in here and lots of ominous creepiness. And I love how all three sing at different points in the song. I did listen to the zero plus two equals one and a half version when I was making my notes here. And I, even the cheesy keyboard, it just just, oh. just adds a, a, a depth of, uh, you know, just it's, it's a fierce, fierce composition. I love it. But that. Oh, <laughs> God, I love it. It's just so fuck you. It's I love it. It's fucking great. Oh my god, if I could make it that my doorbell, wouldn't that be an amazing <laughs> doorbell? It'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty great. All right, Matthew, how about you? So I don't think yeah, I like this one very much. <laughs> it was my favorite on that tape that I that I got. Um and I got the tape. Nice. I, Mr. Happy had come out, but just barely. So I was familiar with most of what was on there, but Lost was the uh, the standout to me on the rest of the songs that were on that tape. And um, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, probably one of my favorite No Means No songs. Um, mm. uh, as to which version I like better, I think uh, I would have always said the zero plus two equals one version simply because it was, oh, okay. I still love this band and they're, yeah. they're, they're not, they're not going anywhere. Um, they're right. At the time, but uh, the, the world had version, um, I wasn't disappointed by it. It's just very different. It's uh, it's a lot more polished than yeah. uh, than the zero plus two because one. I mean, obviously they not uh, mastered or, or whatever they need to do to it to make it sound um, amazing. But I like the sort of the, the chaos of it. Um, Michelle, you mentioned the snare part. Yeah, that eighth oh, note. Oh, uh, come on that, with it. That urgency um, of uh, it's like it's somebody so ta- just tapping you, like something's yeah. something's wrong, something's up. Um, yeah. something's going on. You're not, you're not yeah. in a good situation. Hello. Hello. This song so many times, um, so that it, it builds and then gets quiet and it comes, uh, yeah. into sort of a, um, you know, kind of a chaotic and then they just pull out the, the order again and back into this, the, the groove, um, with the, again, really straight ahead drums. Um, it's, this apocalyptic theme, um, is, is pretty common in no means no songs. And this one kind of reminds me in some ways of, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the occupied zone and missiles with eyes and, um, the all clear sound. I mean, it's, it's definitely that sort of cold war, the uh, land of the lost kind of feeling right? that uh, is in so many of their, uh, their songs. I mean, this is almost yeah. like a, a Terminator movie, but, um, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. In some ways it kind of reminds me. And, you know, I got to thinking cause I was walking around and, um, I, I go on long walks when I listen to these songs preparing for this podcast. And I often walk, um, in the middle of the afternoon through, uh, 
East Vancouver and Burnaby a lot and mostly along alleys because there aren't people there. Um, so it was kind of an appropriate song and I actually did get lost today. It's easy to get <laughs> not lost exactly, but I don't know what alley I'm in. I don't remember what quadrant I'm in. I come out and I can look at some street signs, but Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Here I am in the middle of nowhere. There's nowhere. There's no one around. Um, so it made me think it reminds me of uh, the day everything became, became nothing um, in that, you know, nothing's different, but everything's different. Um, what, what's actually wrong? Is it an apocalypse? Um, and I've done a lot of thinking about that, especially during COVID times where, mm. you know, I definitely mm. need being around people practice. Um, cause you know, I go, oh, yeah. the, go out in the world <laughs> and feel like a, feel like an alien and everyone's wearing masks and, um, you can't just sort of pop into a store really easily without thinking about it. And so, uh, right, right. yeah, the, the song is, is resonating, um, maybe even a little more cause it does feel a little apocalyptic mm. these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the chaotic Juicy. parts. Uh, like uh, you mentioned the cheesy, uh, keyboard, but this is, I love that <laughs> or, organ <laughs> part in the circle suit was one yeah. part. Yeah. This song it makes me emote. Like I want to sing it, make expressions with my face, and totally, yes, totally. But uh, you know, the bass at the end feels so searching and desperate. Like uh, you know, you're you're, you're looking Ooh. for looking for uh, your way back to back to civilization or back to the familiar. Um, the bass and the bridge is like it's like a a bell, like a boom. Yes. Dun, oh no. It's like a call to prayer. It's uh, and then it, you get so, the, then you get my doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in the middle of the wasteland and you hear that 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 sound it sort of gives you some hope um yeah it's fucking beautiful rob is a fucking master yeah, I, i'm wondering about the the repeated part like uh i wanted it all it repeated so many times before the lyrics actually begin i mean it's almost like a, a minute minute and a half before the, the song actually kind of uh gets into the lyrics and everything like that so mm. i guess it's a song about you know, disillusionment disappointment um, yeah, F- fear, but also confusion, um, false starts and missing parts. Oh, oh it's, beautiful. It's incredible. Beautiful and, line. um, I like the, the fact that you can hear, uh, Andy singing on one and Tom on the other. I mean, yeah, very distinctively, um, uh, either of them. And, uh, it's, it's so recognizably Tom because I've listened to Tom's vo- yeah. voice so much in showbiz giants and his solo stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, 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 that, uh, I found I'm lost. It's, yeah, I don't know. They they both emote similarly, and I think sort of. I wonder how much Tom listened to, right, the original version and everything Ooh, like that, or oh, whether it's just like question. something that came out of the the song itself. But uh, yeah, there's a, there's consistency, a lot of consistency, especially considering the the songs are when they were recorded was separated by I don't know, probably four or five years at least. Yeah, well, right. They're both um, they're both phenomenal. Um, yeah, they are. Despite the fact that uh, Zero Plus Two was one, most people didn't get it until um, the 2010 or so. 2010, um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So yeah, it's 15 years um, since it was recorded when uh, most people heard heard it, I think, or 15, 16 years. Well, it's like on that same album, Predators, right? I mean, that that one went back. Like, <laughs> they just Someone just released a video of them playing in like 1980. Five or something or earlier in a wow. gymnasium to a bunch of skinny kids oh, with we Andy. We gotta find out who that right? guy and is. I know we gotta out that oh guy. And, and, and they're playing predators. I'm like, oh shit! There are so many of these. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love this song, and uh, it's it's gonna be a pretty easy choice for me. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I but it went, regardless of which song was it was up against. Definitely, definitely gonna be slave. Right, so right. Um, I agree with everything you guys said. So I'll, I'll see what I can read here that hasn't already been covered. Um, I, I think I, I like I, I like both of the versions a lot. Although I do lean towards the zero plus two equals one and a half. I like the raw edges of it a bit more. And there's something Andy does at the beginning that No Means No does a lot. And I'm going to probably highlight this every time I hear it because I just fucking love this. And Andy's a master at this, I think, where they take a phrase and slowly evolve it. So when you when we start off in that version. The, the main guitar riff mm-hmm. starts unevolved, and then each time he plays it, he adds a little bit more and evolves it a little yeah, bit Yeah, it changes more, a little, a little bit. Same variation. Gets, exactly, until it's the full riff at the end. Whereas on the, on the version on Worldhood, the riff's just whole cloth right out the door, right? There's not that evolution. And I just love what Andy does with it. I love how it just ma- brings extra life in it to me somehow. Mm. And I don't know like how intentional that was, how much it was him in the moment doing it. I, I don't know. Maybe we can find out from him at some point, but I just love that. I love it. It's a fucking state. And I think in that version too, the, the part where they're really is just so visceral. It just Get it out. goes right in my fucking guts. I just, yeah. just love that. Mm. So talk about a song that's the opposite of slave in terms of ambiguity, right? Like slave is very straightforward. This one's pretty ambiguous in the lyrics. I was really yeah. listening to it today. And I picked out a story that I hadn't really heard before, right? And this is my own fucking interpretation, so I'm sure 100% wrong. And I know there's many layers to it, but it really felt like there was a progressive story. You get this story of a, of a post-apocalypse where something really horrible happens and everyone's hiding in their basements and you've got like <laughs> lovers or somebody or family or something like that. Today. <laughs> and, then, and then a new world order happens and the guy sells out his lover or his family member he sells out the person you know you screamed that i sold you out but there had to be something that there had to be something i could do what chance did we have i said just us two right this idea that like no i have to look after myself i can't in this world what am i supposed to do i have to it's me or you buddy but as soon as he did that there's nothing left then he realizes there's nothing left and at the end he's sitting in his own chair watching the news going like yep i came home at night watched the news but all I could think about was fucking you. I'd, I'd sold you out. Here I am in the new regime, comfortably watching TV. Alienated from everything. Alienated it- for everything. And I sold out the only thing that really mattered, human connection. But I was desperate to do it, right? So it just felt like there was, I'd never really felt the progression before. But it really does feel like verse to verse, there's this narrative of an individual in the post-apocalypse. Which, of course, I think you could more broadly apply to just being human and, and human connection as you can with most no means no things but i just felt more of it's the actual story anger fear hate betrayal or whatever that fucking thing was in the exactly. beginning it's the same exactly. thing and you know robin rob has once again or whoever wrote the lyrics i'm assuming it's rob um i bet you know, it is they, they prefigured the whole drone warfare <laughs> this is pretty much for folks in the middle east this is their life uh, missiles with yeah. eyes do search for all who survive which right, wasn't really right. a thing at that time mm. there, no. there wasn't mm-hmm. drone warfare when they wrote this so it's interesting that you know fact is caught up to fiction and um musically it's 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 fucking incredible you guys have really nailed a lot of it although one thing neither of you mentioned although michelle you did obliquely i love in both versions but especially in the andy version that under the guitar in a couple places there's someone going i know there's a vocal in there it's oh come the on you're, you're talking I, about my a, billy joel reference earlier no but listen there's somebody under one of the under one of the guitars i'm positive it it's could billy joel guitar, but it really sounds like well but there's someone underneath one of those riffs where they're really playing it staccato and all you know everyone's playing really heavy there's someone going i'm positive 
I'm positive. I'm probably 100% <laughs> wrong, but it feels like it because it, it just sounds so vocal. Uh, it's, it's pretty I crazy. I think it's the um, keyboard or something. No, no, no. It's not the keyboard. It's, if anything, it's just the distortion in the Maybe guitar. Maybe they let Craig in Playing with my ears. But I've thought, that, I've thought that since the beginning. And I can actually hear it only in one segment on both versions in different parts. Like, it sounds a little bit different. But that's why I felt like it was intentional because I'm like, oh, it's in both of these different mixes and I hear a different voice sort of saying it. It's the so Minutemen. Did they have an uh, Ak 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 song? The yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. But All right. Um, yeah, this this it, this song's a classic, right? I, I, it's one of my favorites off of Worldhood. And the Worldhood version is really great. And oh. so a bunch of people were uh, disagreeing vigorously with my comment in particular uh, about the muddiness of this recording. Oh, yes, yes, you uh, Worldhood. Which yep. I got to give it to you guys. You're probably 100% right. When I went back and really thought about what I was trying to say, I think some other people, some of the people nailed it in that this is a more uh, rhythm guitar heavy album in the sense that Tom really lays on thick rhythm guitars on a lot of the songs. And I think maybe that's what I not bounce up against, but I don't, I, I, uh, makes me feel like it's a little bit muddier. This song has none of that, right? So this song is just, fucking clean and crystal Rob's bass sound on the oh my God. version. Well, it's got that it's, contrast that oh, is... And, and that's what I'm missing in some of the other songs, I guess, for me personally, is that is that is, is Rob being in my mouth, right? I don't, I don't... It's a little bit hidden. Okay, that's, you know, that's the wrong metaphor, but you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, or maybe you don't. Um, but this song is, is phenomenal. Yeah, full stop. End of story. The last right. thing I, I forgot to say was that... Um, the Worldhead version, what does do it for me is um, that the drums sound so much better, um, especially mm, yeah. the floor, the floor Tom, like some of the Tom stuff uh, is, well, the, the Tom Holliston stuff and the, uh, and the drum, drum, the drum yeah. Tom stuff the sounds better. Tom's. Yeah. Um, yeah. This does have some of the, be- on both versions, I love it when the three, when they, when they play their three voices off of each other. There's not a lot of instances where they do that. There's not a lot of songs, I don't think, where they so clearly are all three singing together. And I love how they fucking do that on the the choruses or, yeah, I think it would be the chorus in this. It's just gorgeous on both versions. They, mm. it's just, yeah, mm, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, let's, uh, let's make this really, really, really tough vote. So, Michelle, ooh, buckle up, put on your big, big girl pants and tell us who you're voting for. Oh, I got big girl pants, all right. It's because of the Guinness. Lost. Last Yay! vote from the strategy. Matthew, pro forma, give us your vote. I pretty much already said it. It's a loss, but um, I think, you know, um, Slave would have done a lot better against a lot of other songs. It, it did. It, it got the, yeah. it got a, yeah, it got unlucky for damn sure. Yeah. Um, this well, was a, lost this, for me too. This is a heavyweight versus a flyweight. <laughs> it sure was. Lost, right. lost for me too. Lost would have won against many songs though, frankly. Like it's, it's, uh, it's I don't know that it's for me it's a contender to go all the way, but it's it's a big contender for Ooh, it's, at least it's making it. It's got down some legs though. Yeah, it's for sure. Go sure up the there. fuck does. It sure the fuck does. So yep. all right. Well, first one's unanimous. Lost. So Ding. now we're gonna move into our second pairing, which my whole bit about uh sort of uh you know making this a Thing with any tension in it and you guys don't know what the matchups are is all fucked now because we've started putting the matchups in the description of the episode so you already know what the other matchup is but uh in any event we're going to tell you now it's old 
off of also tour EP one. And strangely enough, the song that comes right after fucking slave. So what are the random odds that that's going to happen? Just like with real love and lonely, especially in songs adjacent songs on adjacent podcasts. Exactly. So Crazy. I, I think are Matthew was fucking with the code a little bit. Here? Yeah, yeah. So we've got old tour EP 2010 versus beat on the brat off of one from 2000. So, I'm going to go first uh, on this round, and I'm going to talk about old. Oh, shit. Oh, no. What happened? Foamy beer. Foamy beer. Foamy beer. He's getting old, and he dropped his cup. Beer. So he's got a big cup. If Slave was not my, <laughs> get my joke was not high on my list. I did. I'm sorry. Okay. I was so so just charging forward. I didn't stop to listen uh, to you. I was interrupting like I always do. No, I like it. Okay. Um, You're our hype man. Exactly. <laughs> if if uh, Slave was not one of my f- favorite on the tour EPs, I really 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 like old. I think this is a great song. Um, I don't. I don't imagine I'm actually in the majority with that. I think a lot of people probably don't have a lot of patience for it. I fucking love this song. One of my favorite memories of this is seeing this played live, and it seemed like the best joke on the audience possible because you can't fucking do shit to this song in a club. You can't bang your head. You can't head bob. You can't slam. You can. You can fucking do anything. You've just got a lot of people kind of confusedly looking around, going, "This is good, but what do we?" What the fuck? How do we react to this song? Um, Why is everyone I, moshing? Wait a minute, exactly, I'm not moshing. Exactly. And you can, Actually, and, and I'm kind of just sad. When I saw it, I could, <laughs> it, it really felt like they were like it was pretty intentional to put that in the set list there. Like they 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 knew they knew what they were fucking doing. Um, and to me, this is a Rob classic. This is a, a great, honest, flat out fucking dirge about dirge. entropy and ah. getting old. It's a dirge. It's just a fucking dirge. It's a good word. And, you know, it's not a song that needs a lot of parsing. It's the, the lyrics fit into a thimble in terms of the, the number of them. Um, so I don't have a ton of, to say about that, except that it's, it is one of those songs like they do so well um, where the, the composition of the song, the method of playing the song, the lyrical content and the way he just, he delivers it is all of a fucking piece. So it's about getting old. You really feel Rob feeling his age in this song, and they just make it slow, right? They just pound it along uh, verse after verse after verse. And I think this is one of the 
maybe two songs they have where they actually state the name of the band obliquely in the in the yeah 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 lyrics yep yep um i forget what the other one is so i'm sure I'll it's remember it's get to it. it's no means no yeah, yeah. <laughs> god damn it son of a bitch. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch um and musically, I actually feel like there's this gorgeous sloppiness in this song. I feel like the way the guitar is, the bass is, even John, he's not sloppy, but he's he's going all over the place. Not in like an acrobatic way, but just in a way that's not trying to 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 do the same fill, repeat the same fill. He's just he, he just evolves in every fucking moment in this really like it, it just feels yeah. different it's, than it's what I normally maturity. hear. Play. Like, like it's a maturity, like like what you got in in your cup there, whatever the hell you're. That's right, drinking. It's, and it's so aged, aged. And I I feel like this is one of their one of their slower songs in that way. But the 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 sloppy sloppiness of it just gives me a lot to chew on in it. And mm. that that middle section where it feels like they're ending, right? Where it's just okay, the song's over, and then. Boom, right into what's probably the most vigorous aspect of the song. Like, now nah, we still got some juice in us left, you bunch of young fucking whippersnappers. We're not dead yet. Yeah, a bunch of and punters. They, and, they, and they give that last little push. And then at the very end, if you listen really carefully, you hear what is either Rob snoring or a, a death rattle. It's like, I, one or the other. It's either <laughs> someone dying or someone falling asleep. Why not both? Why not both? But it, it struck me. I was listening to it today going like, oh yeah, there's that, there's that fucking like deep snore or death rattle underneath it. But um, I, I think it's great. I think it's a fucking great, it's a great song about aging by a band that was very much aging at this it. point. They and earned they earned it. it and yep. it is yep. what, like nine minutes long or something. It is, I mean, not. To, I mean, the joke is right there, right? You get old listening to this fucking song for sure. But, uh, <laughs> but I love it. I think it's. I think it's great. All right, Matthew, uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's interesting that uh, it should come up so soon after Real Love because I think we we actually referred to it in uh, yeah. the slowest No Means No songs, and uh, yeah, some of the longest No Means No songs. Um, I like the bass tone as you. It seems a little different. There's some something more organic about it. Um, yeah, oh, much more. That's a good word for it. it. Yeah, much more high end in his tone. Yeah, there's there's something. I wonder if it's as simple as just like how Rob is feeling on tour, where you know, stay a little longer and all that kind of stuff. But Rob's always been older uh, than everyone yeah. he was playing with. So you know, right. he, he's he's probably pretty tired of that <laughs> that old shtick. <laughs> Sick of it, man. Um, yeah, probably. Um, but to you know, stay a little longer is a little hopeful and wistful at the same time. Um, whether yep. you know that is something that he hears and maybe something that he he tells himself, because um, it's got to be. Yeah, the amount that they were touring, it's it's exa- got to be exhausting. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. But this yeah, might have been a nice break to play when they were playing live because it wasn't so fucking fast. They could be like, great, we have a 10-minute song where we can just sort of play a little play a little slower. It is certainly a very robbish song. I'm kind of interested. Like you said, it uh, is one of the only songs where they refer to their the name of the band. By no means no. Comma, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then No Years Old came after that I'm kind of wondering whether no years old like the the irrelevancy yeah. of thinking about exactly what number of years you, old you are and stuff and then yeah there's a little echo by no means no and at no time at no, no. time yeah um so clever yeah it's it's clever and uh 
yeah, I think there's sort of a circularity to the song that's um, charming. Um, but yeah, it's all Rob, this, this song, I Rob. think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Michelle, what about you? Well, I think this is a great piece, and I dig the slow sludge. And I don't know the timeline here, but is this around the time that he became a father? Um, I don't think so. I think it was before. It's 2010, so I don't think he was... Was he a dad by then? Uh, I, I think so. Know. Was he? I don't know, because I would. I, I kind of get the, the the feeling that this song may have, like, you know, here's this newborn baby of his. Who's, Could be. Yeah, would you know, make sense. I mean, everything I've been singing about my whole fucking career is, is right here in my arms. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I, I don't know. Uh, I think the music has a, is a great foundation for the lyrics that I can actually hear, and I and I can't help but pay attention to because I, maybe it's just that the music is not so grabbing to me that I'm I'm like more honed in on the lyrics, which is a good thing. Um, and as Matthew is alluding to, there, there his bass timbre is there's so much more high end than what he yeah. had in the past that that it's a you can still tell that it's him playing because of just his style but but the the timbre of it is is quite different i gotta say i do like the other the earlier stuff where it had a little bit more um i don't know what the word is i've always heard he was inspired by jj jj burnell from the stranglers i I think i got the, the bass player's name right aaron chapman told me that 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 rob really liked the sound and if you listen to the stranglers holy shit Jordan, have you listened to the Stranglers before? Not enough. Got really. it. Don't check it out because yeah, when, that bass that play, when that bass player starts in, you're going to drop a deuce because it sounds just like it. You could tell that he was very honed in on that. But anyways, so uh, I think it's a great song for the subject and a great show ender, I would think. Nice. I think it would be a cool way to end the show or start right. the show. Whatever. No, I agree. From what I remember, though, it was when they played it, it was smack dab in the middle. They went from like a high energy one oh, no, where okay. the crowd was like frothing at the mouth. Mm-hmm. And then it felt like they were ready for the joke. Like everyone right. was amped. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, now it's <laughs> fucking old. And then, it was, <laughs> and then they went right into something, you know, kick ass right after that, of course. I could uh, sit down in the middle of the floor and sip exactly. my beer and feel my, feel my beard turn gray. Well, and when I saw these guys, when I saw this t- uh, tour, my son had just been born. Like literally, like two oh, months so before. Yeah, so I was, I, I was feeling old. I was tired. Mm-hmm. I went to the show here in undisclosed town at a venue, which is super classic. Okay, I'm in Petaluma, where Victims Family's from, and there's this uh, <laughs> venue. Victims Family, it's they're they're our hometown band actually, and uh, no shit. there's this there's this punk club, the old punk club called the Phoenix, which is a fucking amazing historic punk club, right, and they right. played there, and it was this interesting mix of a bunch of us. 50 or like at that time 45 year old old fuckers and then a, some kids who were just kind of like ah, i kind of heard of this band i can't <laughs> see them and then this came on and you could tell all of his old fuckers were really appreciating it and all the yeah. young folks are like sitting down lifting what your beer it? up going thanks a lot this was a punk show anyway <laughs> all right so let's move on to the last of our songs in the matchup and uh it is beat on the brat from one 2000 and here's a little play. Beat on the brat, beat on the brat, beat 
So here's where I have to apologize to our listeners. I'm going to apologize in advance. Really, really sorry. I do not mean to offend any of you. Your opinions on this are most likely far better than mine. And I bow to all of you. And if you like this song, I bow to you. But here's my review. shit. Fuck this song. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it so hard. This was the only time I ever was livid at No Means No. Oh, my God. So here's the deal. This is just purely me. Right. Oh my God. Um, I even when I would see No Means No live, I never liked it when they did covers because I love this band so much that I did not want to hear them do other people's music. I love their music so much that it felt like such a fucking waste to hear them do someone else's music. Now live, they could slay it, and so I could appreciate it. Right, totally. But to end an album that only had eight songs with two fucking covers, I don't really count Bitches Brew because that's a that's, that's a work of genius in its own right that you just yeah, have to yeah. fucking bow down to, yeah. right? Whatever. But Beat on the Brat, fuck this song. Wow. Fuck it. I'm, I got, I'm so, I'm still mad at it. I thought, you know what? It's been a long time. I used to skip <laughs> hey, Matthew, it all the time. Hey, Matthew, let's vote this one in. Matthew, yeah, yeah, let's I vote this get, in. You, Come on. Do it if you want. Like, you, <laughs> I used to skip this song, and I thought for the podcast, you know what? Th- that was old me. Let me listen to it again. I bet you I'm going to have one of those moments where I'm like, I was totally Sounds wrong. like you nope. didn't. Sounds like it didn't song. Now I appreciate, I I can appreciate the fact that the the, the Ramones were a deep influence for them. So great. I fucking get it. That's fantastic. I love the fact that uh, abstractly that it's uh, slowed down and that it makes the violence of the song so much more visceral. (laughs) The fact that you hear the violence, it's not this poppy punk song. It's like, Oh no, they're talking about beating on a fucking brat. And it's right in your face. And, uh, and so on that, I can appreciate Ass that. Kicking. So, so I get it. I, I get it abstractly. Brad, no. But, but <laughs> fuck this song. Holy okay, that's, that's it for me. God damn. Right, go ahead, Matthew. I can't believe you're saying this. <laughs> and I, I'm yeah. sorry, everyone. I know, like, I, I, I no, envy I those it. of you who like it. I hey. envy you because I want hey. to, but I don't. When you fall in love with something, you got to admit you, when you, you can really love them, when you can admit something that they're not perfect. Yeah. Like well, there is yeah. a flaw. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's a flaw in me. Like, I don't know if it's a flaw in the band. No, I think when you really love something, you got to admit, like, this is not perfect, but I still love them anyways. It's because right? I love them so much that I hate this song. It's because I love them so much. The contrast is extremely grating to you. I understand. It's very hey, great. You know, I kind of feel, I feel you on the, the, the covers thing because, uh, you know, two, two covers on the same album and everything like that and there's this there's this other band i don't know whether you guys have ever heard of them that kind of did a ramones thing um a little better than this song they're called the hansen uh, brothers i don't know the hansen like, brothers <laughs> right didn't they yeah. already fucking do that didn't they spend album after album getting oh their ramones God. shit out already anyway yeah i think i heard of them so, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's certainly Jesus. one of the more skippable songs on any no means no album for me um uh it is. It is sludgy. It's stoner. I, I feel like uh, it, it's it's a joke. <laughs> so it makes me like it more because it's a joke. You know what makes me? Um, they're fucking tired. Just let them play. They're they're fucking. I think that this on a show for this you, song was not written by Rob or arranged by Rob. Right? It was arranged by the bass player from the Hanson brothers with the Friday the 13th mask that says dumb on it. 
Um, yep. that, is, that is who is behind this song. And um, should have gone on a Hanson Brothers album. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's that, it's that dude. It's, uh, it's not actually Rob. It's the dude with the zero. It's the dude who is dumb. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting so choice though, dumb. that they, um, decided to not actually sing. There isn't, there's a, all the lyrics are, even the, the chorus, it's all in one mono no, no. note uh, no so it's not all lies that's for sure it is it's hilarious in how not no means no it is oh, so this is like it's almost like um bald wang level like Oh, in joke, oh, Baldwing oh, make Baldwing soars in the stratosphere above this fucking. Is that shit how burn. you'd vote for Baldwing if it was up? If, if Baldwing was up against this, I would have effusively praised it and come up with an essay of its eloquence and brilliance. Okay, that? well, that's about all I'm going to say about Beat on the Bread. Oh my god! All right, Michelle, how about you? Tell I me think how much it's you the love greatest this song. song they've ever done. Top three, right? Yeah. All right, come on now. I look, look. It's it's funny. I get it. It's slowed down. I like the original better. This version would be good in a movie, and I think the band's just taking the piss here. I do think it would be good in a movie. Sure, like a Steve yeah. Buscemi movie. Uh, I'm not going to say any more about it. It's uh, uh yeah, yeah. I, I like that you found a spot for it. I can actually totally see that, like a, a, in a movie, like some, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. poorly lit bar with like a, a, yeah, a, pool, totally. a pool table with the fuzz coming off it and shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's like one of some those asshole getting his ass kicked or something like that. Yeah, That's perfect. that would be hilarious. motorcycle bar. Someone's yeah. knocking over a bunch of yeah. motorcycles Fucking outside. Pool table. Hell yeah. yeah. You talking to my girl? And listen, I'd, I'd invite listeners who really like this song. Talk to me. Like write to me, tell me why. And not this is not a challenge. It's like I really would love to know. I, I would love to appreciate it more. And I can't, like I said, I can't abstractly. But are you looking at me? Yeah. Fuck so the um, are you talking to me in the recording app that we use for the podcast? We can name ourselves when we sign into it. And I call <laughs> myself Sludgy Ramon uh, in honor of this particular uh, set of songs. So oh, um, that's what. It- <laughs> nice. Interesting that it got paired with old. It's not, I'm not going to mm. compare it in that way, but it was a, that's an interesting comparison. I think old, I mean, I, it might have won over other ones, but it certainly got fucking lucky for me. And my, well, maybe not. We'll have to see about the voting. Fucky. This is a yeah, fucky. Very good episode title. I don't know. We'll see. So, right. um, let's 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 move to the vote on this one. I, I don't. I think my Matthew. Um, let, let's vote it in Matthew, please. No, I think I think <laughs> I think on. my opinions. <laughs> Are pretty clear, but Come just on. for the record, Matthew, I please. hereby state that uh, one I hereby state wins. Okay. And uh, once more, just because it's the last time we'll get to say it, fuck that song. All right, go ahead. You Matthew. said one wins, so you didn't even say the right song title. You said the album that Beat on the Brat's on. I think you just voted for Beat on the Brat. No, no, hey, hey, you old. said one. Did I say wins. one? You did I say think one. You did. Yeah. That's it's it's this. I hate this song so much that it scrambled my brain. Old wins. Old. I'm old. I'm old and old wins. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's gotta, I gotta give it to old as well, but I don't really care that much for old either. So yeah, it got, it got lucky. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to vote for beat on the brat only because 
Jordan, you didn't like uh, Life in Hell, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna... I did not like it. I love Life in no, Hell. No, no, I just no, didn't no, vote but for I, it. I, I, I still need to get my revenge somewhere That's on fine. this. So That's no, fine. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick old. I'm just kidding. all right. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want to introduce politics to. Uh, no, I, I, I don't want to be a <laughs> douche. Not, not my politics. Um, right. All right. Well, the wow, another unanimous episode. Yeah. But but then again. Frankly, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll have listeners who don't agree with these choices, but th- this felt to me like an e- one of the easier episodes in terms of these choices. Yeah, I, I didn't really, so. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have any wrestling with either of these choices. So <laughs> yeah. good for lost, uh, good for old, and and uh, yeah, you get lost when you're old too. You get Sometimes. lost when you're old. You yeah. sure do. You sure mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, you get a little lost we... when you drink um, 750 millers of uh, Is it Fendi Mo. Kill it? it? All just about. But uh, nice. yeah, you know, I'm only drinking um, when we record the podcast. That's right. That's so right. Uh, yeah, this is. Rolling a little. Maybe you should drink feel... it before the podcast, and then uh, <laughs> you know. No, I like it. It's like a steady, uh, you know, a gradual building. I am. Right. The, I am the brat that has been beaten on. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, you've made it through another episode. You've you've stuck with us while we we uh, did this ridiculous exercise of trying to find the uh, objectively best no means no song of all time. We really appreciate you being with us. And um, you know what they say. The world wasn't built in a day. <laughs>